This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 188 is going to be from Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you, and I am confident he will complete it. Philippians chapter 1, verses 1 through 7 read, Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and deacons. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making request of you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ, just as it is right for me to thank this of all of you, Because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you, and I am confident he will complete it. The people here at Philippi had begun a good work because they had been obedient. Paul was talking to Christians, but not only to Christians, he was talking to Christians that he was confident in. He was confident that they were going to continue in this good work, because they were living the Christian life. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, the Bible says, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. And so these people in Philippi, they were not just calling Jesus Lord. They were doing the will of the Father who was in heaven because Paul was confident in them. He was confident that the good work that God began in them when they were obedient in the gospel, to the gospel, would be completed in them. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you. And I'm confident he will complete it. In Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, so that he will not hear. If we are continuing in sin, then God has not began a good work in us. As long as we live in sin... That work hasn't taken place. It's not till we have our sins forgiven in the watery grave of baptism. Remember in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter said, Repent, let each one of you be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. When our sins are forgiven, then God can come near us because of his son's blood. And his blood wiping away all of our sins. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. And why tarriest thou? Rise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. And so if we have not been obedient to God, then God cannot and has not started a good work in us. He has not began that process. But as with the church here in Philippi, 
They had been. He was talking to Christians. He was talking to those who had already been obedient to the gospel. And so God had already started a good work in them. And they were living the life that they needed to be living. And so Paul was confident that that good work would be continued. In 1 John chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sins. Notice how this verse starts in 1 John chapter 1, starting in verse 7, but if you walk in the light. That suggests that if we're not walking in the light, then we don't have fellowship one with, one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, is not cleansing us from all all sins. And so God has not started that process unless we have been obedient to him. And he only continues that process of starting a good work in us and then completing it when we're walking in the light as he is in the light. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you. And I am confident he will complete it. I'm confident in those that continue to do his will. Remember Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father who is in heaven. That good work is completed when we accept the reward that God's going to give the faithful of the crown of life or of heaven. And so when we hear, enter in thou good and faithful servant, God will have finished the work that he began in our baptism. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, God told Israel this through the prophet Jeremiah, For I know the thoughts that I have toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Even though Israel did not always accept the future and the hope that God had provided for them because they sinned and fell away from him, God knew his thoughts toward them. He said, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and of hope. So God's thoughts toward Israel were always to give them a future and to give them hope. If you've been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you, and I am confident he will complete it. God began this good work with Israel all the way back when he made the promise to Abraham. And he kept his word all the way through. Even when people sinned against him, even when Abraham sinned against him, Moses sinned against him, David sinned against him, God still kept his promise to them. So God knew his thoughts toward them, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give them a future and a hope. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you, and I am confident he will complete it. In John chapter 3, verses 1 through 5, Jesus talked to Nicodemus. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot inherit the kingdom of God. And so Jesus instructed Nicodemus, that unless one was born of water and of the Spirit, he could not inherit the kingdom of God. 
In verses 3 and 4, he said, Jesus answered and said to him, Most surely I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. When does a baby first come into this world? When does he start his life as a new person? When he is born. And so God begins a work in this child physically when he is born. Spiritually, God begins a work in us when we are spiritually born, when we have our sins forgiven, when we are born again, when we're born of the water and of the Spirit, then God begun a good work in us. And then it's up to us to remain faithful. Remain faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. And so we stay faithful, and God does his part, because God is faithful. First Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 13, No temptation has taken man, except for that which is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able, but with every temptation provide a means of escape that you might be able to bear it. Notice the words, God is faithful, because he provided a means of escape for every temptation. Anything that the devil can throw at us, God has provided a means of escape for it. In Matthew chapter 4, when Jesus was being tempted by the devil, he always responded with, it is written. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17, Paul would tell the young gospel preacher Timothy, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto all good work. And so Jesus understood that all scripture is profitable. It's profitable for what? For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. It's profitable for everything in our life. If there's a temptation that comes our way, the word of God is profitable. That's why Jesus told Satan when he was tempted, it is written. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you. And I am confident he will complete it. God began a good work in you, just as he told Nicodemus. One must be reborn, born of the water and of the spirit. One must be spiritually a newborn babe in Christ. This is where God begins a good work in us. And as long as we stay faithful to him and follow his word, walk in the light, then I am confident that God is going to complete that work in us because he is faithful and he has provided a means of escape for every temptation. He has provided the way. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. And so God provided the way to heaven through his Son, provided a way for us to complete the work in which he has started in us in baptism. In Acts chapter 2, verses 37 through 47, the Bible says, now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. And with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among all, as any one had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, 
praising God, and notice this, and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, Jesus would say, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Peter told them in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Repent, let each one of you be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3 and verse 3 that he had to be reborn of water and of the Spirit, verse 5. And so when they were saved, the Lord added to them to the church. When were they saved? When they believed and were baptized. And when we are added to the church, God has begun a good work in us, and I am confident that he will complete it. He will keep his part because he is faithful. He will never leave us nor forsake us. It's up to us to keep our part, to remain faithful until unto him until death. And so if we do our part, if we remain faithful, he is going to do his part. He will complete the good work in which he started, and he will allow us to hear those words when we end our life, when our life comes to an end, either when we take our last breath or Jesus returns, enter in, thou good and faithful servant. When we hear those words, then God will have completed his work. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you, and I am confident he will complete it. In Romans chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, notice what it says again. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death. That just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk, and notice these words, in newness of life. And so we see once again, when we are baptized, we have new life. God starts that good work in us. And then he is faithful. He provides a means of escape for every temptation. As long as we take that means of escape, then we remain faithful. And as we remain faithful to him, he is going to complete his work in us because he is faithful and he will always do what he has told us he's going to do if you have been obedient to the gospel then god has begun a good work in you and i am confident that he will complete it in second corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 the bible says therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation old things have passed away behold all things have become new notice that wording again behold all things have become new. God has started that good work in you again. He has began that good work. When we were obedient to the gospel, all things became new. Our sins were washed away. They were forgiven. Jesus' blood covered us and allows us to come before the Father in prayer. And it also allows us to come before the Father standing before him whole. Jesus will be the reason why we can hear those words, thou good and faithful servant, when God will complete his work in us. And I am confident as long as we remain faithful and we continue to walk down the narrow and straight path from Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, then when we come to the end of our life, because we have a faithful God, we will hear those words, thou good and faithful servant. Paul said, I know on whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which he has committed unto me against that day. Paul was confident that God had completed his work in him. At the end of his life, he would 
Tell the people, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the course. I have kept the faith. Now there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the righteous judge will give to me, but not only to me, but to all who love his appearing. Paul started his walk. Paul started a walk with God where God began a good work in him. Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. And why tarriest thou arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord? He then lived a faithful life. He wrote 13 books of the New Testament, went on three missionary journeys, and did his absolute best to live the way that God wanted him to live. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 in the English Standard Version. Do your best to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so Paul did. He did his best. And God is faithful. He provided the means of escape for every temptation. And at the end of his life, Paul was confident that God was going to complete his good work in him. If you have been obedient to the gospel, then God has begun a good work in you. And I am confident that he will complete it. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives. Digest it into our lives and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.